This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Welcome back to hour number two of the last Talk of Fame Network show of 2016. This hour, we're going to look back at this year and the year that was. That's 2016. We're going to make our own New Year's resolutions, and we're going to visit with one of the best players from the month of December. That would be former Chiefs running back Ed Podolak, who started in the 82-minute, 42nd, 1971 playoff epic, which is the longest game ever played, between the Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. But now, now we're going to revisit another playoff epic, and that would be the epic in Miami with the star of the January 2nd, 1982 playoff game between the Chargers and Miami, and that, of course, would be tight end Kellen Winslow. And on that night, I remember it very well. He did everything but, I think, the play-by-play. He had an NFL playoff record 13 catches for 166 yards and a touchdown. He also blocked a potential game-winning field goal. All that, of course, despite being treated for a pinched nerve in the shoulder, dehydration, cramps, and a gash in his lower lip that required three stitches. Hey, Kellen, thanks for rejoining us, and hope you're feeling a lot better now than you did then. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I do feel a lot better today. Well, Kellen, I, I remember after that game, you were quoted as saying, I never felt so close to death before. You want to explain what you were feeling as, uh, I think it was Billy Shields and Eric Sievers were helping you off the field after that game? You know, as I look back on it, it was probably over-dramatized for television, um, can I say in this political arena of 2016, I never said that. Oh, <laughs> you can. <laughs> but you have it on record. Um, it was just a different feeling uh, of being that tired, of being in that much pain. I'd never experienced that before. My uh, body was cramping from the middle part of my back all the way down to my toes uh, and just had a hard time catching my breath. And it was really dehydrated, so I guess that was the closest I've ever been to feeling that way. Kellen, what kept you going? Didn't want to lose. Did not want to lose. We had uh, been up on the Dolphins. You know, it was a twenty-one to nothing at one time. Twenty-four nothing. We go into the yeah twenty-four nothing. We go into thanks for reminding me, Clark. And we go into the <laughs> locker room to uh, twenty-four twenty-one, and this just had you know one of these epic failures of a team written all over it. And I just uh, decided, and with uh, you know Charlie Joyner talking to Dan, that we were not going to be a part of this. The announcers of that day called you Superman, and, and uh, uh, I'm just wondering, of all the things that you did in that game and all the things that happened to you in that game, good and bad, what do you remember most beyond, obviously, the ending and, and winning? You know, what do you remember most about that game? Well, uh, halftime. Halftime coming in uh, 24-21, and Dan throwing his helmet through the chalkboard. It was before they had tablets. And we actually used chalk to write on the board. And this, we didn't have uh, the whiteboard, you know, the eraser, the drying erasers, et cetera. We had actual chalkboard with chalk. I'm sure there was some safety issue with the chalk, but we, we got past that. And uh, just, you know, Dan telling us that the Dolphins had not stopped us yet. We had stopped ourselves. You know, we jumped up 21 nothing. Things were going our way. And then we made a couple of... Um, mistakes just before the half and let this team get back in it uh but he reminded us that we had stopped ourselves and that uh, they had not stopped us we got to get back to doing what we do 
Yeah, there was that hook and ladder at the end of the first half. Remember that with Tony Nathan? I'm trying to block it out, so thanks for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, well, as I said, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Every time I run to a Dolphin fan or I see Tony Nathan, you know, they bring that up. They love mentioning that hook and ladder. <laughs> well, rightly so. It's the last good memory they had there before Dan Marino. We're talking with former tight end Kellen Winslow on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at talkoffamenet. And Kellen... I, I know, as I mentioned earlier, they called it the epic in Miami. Have you been part of a better game? I mean, Don Coryell said afterwards, it was the most exciting game in pro football history. Now, that takes in a lot, but you know what? When you watch it, he might be right. I don't think I really realized what we were involved in until the next morning when we get back to uh, San Diego and we arrive at some ungodly time of in the morning in San Diego and the stadium is filled with people and they're there waiting for their charter to come in and they're cheering on the Chargers you know we're deep into the playoffs and the whole city's going crazy Um, and then the next morning I wake up and there is this special on NBC that Brian Gumbel is doing based on the game and you sit there, you just listen, and you get a chance to watch all the drama, the back and forth, and of course, Brian Gumble doing what Brian Gumble does, adding a lot of uh, class and drama to the whole thing, is when I really realized that what we were involved in that day outside of being a football game. And it, it really hit me at that point. And of course, I think, by, if I remember correctly, that was Brian Gumble's last football game. Before he went to the Today Show. Kellen, seriously, was that a better game than the 35 31 victory at Nebraska your senior year at Missouri? <laughs> it was very similar. It was very similar. For those you know, who don't remember that great game, uh, a lot of talent on the field, you know, from the Nebraska side of the football and from our side of the football in Nebraska. On the very first play of the game, gave the ball to Rick Burns. No, not Rick Burns. Um, Rick Burns. Was it Rick Burns, the running back, or Rick, Rick Burns, Burns, the linebacker? Rick Burns, running back. Yeah, Rick Burns. And he goes off tackle. He goes 83 yards or 82 yards on the first play of the game to um, score a touchdown. You know, it's 18 degrees. It's rather cold there in Lincoln, Nebraska. The sun hadn't come out. And before you can really take a uh, get a good stretch, and we're down 7 nothing. But we came back with Phil Bradley, the great baseball player in Major League Baseball as our quarterback, and we had a six-minute drive, seven-minute drive to go down the field to tie the game up. But it was that, that was an epic in uh, Lincoln. <laughs> what I remember is that both All-America tight ends were in that game. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you and Junior Miller. Junior Miller, what a great talent. I think I had, uh, what, 20 catches for the year. He had 18 for the year. He had 21. <laughs> and that was a lot of catches for a tight end back in those days. <laughs> well, uh, well, of course, uh, uh, everyone will also remember that a week l- later, there was a temperature swing of nearly 100 degrees in Cincinnati when you went there. And a lot of people blame the weather and fatigue for the loss. And maybe forgetting that the Bengals were 12-4 and that year and had beaten you guys in, in, in San Diego. Uh, looking back, uh, honestly, were they a better team or were you guys just so beaten up from the Miami game that it didn't really matter who you played? Well, it's, it's hard to say. It was a combination of a lot of things that went into that game. Of course, we leave Miami. It's 90 degrees. It's 95% humidity. Uh, and we play late in overtime. We fly home to San Diego, then come back to Cincinnati. Uh, and then it's 59 degrees below wind zero, 59 degrees below zero, 
wind chill factor. I think the actual temperature was minus five or minus six, something of that nature. But it was just those great extremes. Cincinnati was a great football team. Ken Anderson at quarterback, and of course Anthony Munoz and that great defense that Cincinnati had with Reggie Williams at linebacker. But we, you know, I think given another another situation from a weather perspective, that we would have been victorious in that game. We had the skill, we had the ability, we had the offense. I think we could have matched them uh, and then won that game. But the circumstances of the weather were just a little bit too much for us to overcome that, that day. Hey, Kellen, one last question here about the Chargers, not about those playoffs. But as you know, um, there's a lot of talk about them leaving San Diego and leaving after this weekend. What, what's your view on that of them leaving San Diego? What would you miss most if they went? And um, what did they lose by going north to L.A.? Well, my really my first question is, and I'm, I'm not sure how much talk in San Diego has been given to this point of the Spanos to selling the team. Is there somebody in San Diego, or is there somebody in this country who wants to buy that team and keep it in San Diego and negotiate a deal with the city that makes sense for the city and for the San Diego Chargers? The one thing that you run into with the same thing in Oakland as you do in San Diego, if you rated the ownership by you know value, by net worth, you're going to find the Chargers and the Raiders, they're going to be in the bottom third from a you know personal wealth type situation. But when you look at a Dallas, you look at New England, you look at Los Angeles, those teams, those, that ownership has the money to put the money down to build and to develop. So I'm not sure if much talk has been given to, is there anybody out there who can buy this team and keep it in San Diego? We can't, unfortunately. Right yeah, we, we can't buy him. But we, I'll tell you what we can do. Right. We, we, we're going to have to leave, Kellen. We've got, we're out of time, but uh, we'd like to buy some sure more thing. time. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Always a pleasure. I want to thank you for the time. And you know what? We're going to see you next summer in Canton. Look forward to it. You bet. You guys take care. Thanks, nice Kellen. Time. That was Hall of Fame tight end Kellen Winslow. Up next, what we're going to miss most and what we won't when the Talk of Fame Network returns. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com.